It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. I attended Donald Trump's appellate court hearing. I was seated directly behind him, about 25 or 30 feet away from him. And during the entire time of the proceedings, before, during, and after, the only person I even saw him speak with, leadingly, was one of his lawyers, John Lauro. And Trump looked like the exact opposite of a politician. Huh. Oh, the dulcet tones of Glenn Kirshner. Oh, yeah. Why did we play that? Because we've replaced your Glenn Kirshner crystals with Renato Mariotti. Yes. Let's see if you can tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn is traveling uh, today, but you can see him next Saturday night on stage with us in San Francisco yep. for Sexy Liberal. Uh, we are so excited about that. He will be traveling out to uh, be with us, and we're working on other... Pardon me? You're in the oh, bottom half of your to, screen. Yes, yeah. there you go. Oh well, there we go. Now the top. Right, there, there. there, perfect. perfect. I was I just about. I was just things. about to tweet. Yeah, you just you. sat down, and so we didn't have a chance to do that before. <laughs> yes, I'm. Uh, mommy's had a long night, and I had more important things to do. I had to get the dog, the calming dog bed set up, and I had to get bee squeats. Oh. You know, you guys normally see the routine in the studio. You must bring the bee squeats, or yes. the dogs will kill you. Right. So we've already done bee squeats. Okay. We're fine now. Okay. okay. How's this? Yes, I am wearing my Vax Day F okay. Sexy Liberal shirt, just so everyone knows, in, in honor of next Saturday. And our Sexy Liberals today, uh, Singh and Frangela, of yep. course, in addition to Renato Mariotti, yep. who is uh, stepping into the fray uh, for Donald Trump. Oh, give me the one that's going to, you know, the justice is coming, and so am I. Give me the next Glenn Kirshner. Thanks so much. I guess much. it was not terribly unexpected. I'd seen him in court before when he was arraigned, but he looked like a scared, defeated former president of the United States who probably, if he is ever being honest with himself, and I think that's a big if, he knows <laughs> precisely where he's going to end up. And that is being held accountable for his crimes and serving time in prison. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I believe he said, I mean, it was about the part he'll end up in prison. That's the only part I needed to hear. Okay. <laughs> we'll end up in prison. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, Jody, can yes, I ask a question? Uh, mommy had a long night. I don't know if this is COVID related, but I had a uh, big uh, tummy ache and then a ginormous poop in the middle of the night. I don't know. That sounds like really good digestion. Yeah. That, that sounds healthy, actually. So healthy. I guess so. I'm <laughs> hoping I'm going to... Uh, test tomorrow and see how i'm doing but okay. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling i'm feeling better Good. with the covid but yeah okay we're, we're playing hurt this week and can i take another moment because i cannot say enough about my chris lavoy no. and my jody hamilton and people don't understand uh what it takes to get this done remotely <laughs> technically and all that stuff so i think i speak for all of us when i say suck our collective d if you have any complaints um <laughs> <laughs> to, to whom it may concern none of us yes. we're doing the best we can right. thank you so right. much right. uh all right where was what was i saying where help mommy uh, you had a poop in the middle of the night that was the last all thing right, you said we've we've moved past okay past the giant <laughs> okay <laughs> i think i'm on the tail end of the uh covid thing but uh, yeah i just i 
you know, Jody could tell you, oh, I want to get to the courtroom stuff, but uh, Jody could tell you I was sending all these tweets about COVID mm-hmm. before I even got COVID oh, myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just about the fact that it is just became, remains, I don't even know, just I don't even know what to say. Axios tweeting is still one of many. Nearly 10,000 people died from COVID in December, mm-hmm. fueled by holiday gatherings. The World Health Organization said Wednesday the JN1 variant has been the dominant COVID variant. And its rise suggests it's either more transmissible or better at dodging immune systems than other strains that are floating around. This virus is still circulating, still changing, and still mm-hmm. killing. So I don't know how many times we can say, get fully vaxxed, please mask up. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that someone else said that, Jody, that the whole um, masking being required again in hospitals, why did that ever stop? I agree. Why? Would why? you stop masking around immune compromised people? You know, my best friend is supposed to come, was supposed to come stay with me this week. She's a cancer survivor. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not going to expose her to me even masked up. I mean, you're not going to, I, I just, I don't understand what happens to just our concern for other people in the first place. I mean, I, hydroxychloroquine we talked about yesterday yep. killed 17,000 people. Mm-hmm. I was just, we were talking to Dr. Redleather about the polio vaccine and what a miracle parents and everybody thought it was and how happy people were to get it. And I thought, oh my God, I mean, Carlos talked about this. We'd still have polio oh, if yeah. this happened today yeah. because I, this is the first like COVIDiacy, I swear, fueled by Trump that's like, do your own research. Yeah. I mean, that we've seen, and can you imagine with polio be like, Doctors have come up with a vaccine. Your child is saved. I don't know. Have you thought about pine salt? Maybe we should drink pine salt. Yeah. Like, yeah. People just didn't effing do that back then. They didn't go, I don't think the doctors really know. I saw online that pine salt would be a good. <laughs> How many iron just... lungs would there be now? Right. You know, right. I mean, thank it's, you. It's crazy. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a little more fired up as I'm fueled by actual COVID now. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> but all right. Can I ask a question, Jody? This is a layperson. We'll ask Renato in a little bit. But why the F did Judge Ingorn let Trump talk? I I I get that they might have gotten more damaging stuff. But why didn't he do an shut the F up, Donnie? (laughs) I don't understand. What I've read is it helps in uh, the appeals process. That because he was allowed to speak, he can't appeal that I wasn't allowed to speak. Right. So... I get, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess Lisa Rubin was saying that too, mm-hmm. that the AG's office may have struck gold mm-hmm. when Trump went off the rails, uh-huh. and that's why they didn't interrupt. But well, if he wants, again, if, if if he wanted to incriminate himself, the judge let him incriminate himself. Yeah. I mean, you know, yes. if you rope, if you want to here exactly Trump, rope, if you want to walk into the fire, be my guest. Exactly, that's up to you. Yeah. I guess, but you know, Chris, what it looks like to the layperson once again makes up his own rules. The judge had already said, no, you can't give a closing statement because you've got to stick to the facts and the law. So then the, 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 his lawyer asked anyway, can he give a close? And the judge said, will you stay within my rules? And of course, Trump starts talking. And of course, yeah. he's not going to. And then he but you gave him. Trump an opportunity right. to start talking. And then the judge stopped him once he, the judge stopped him once. And then Donald dr- right. stormed out. Right. Yeah, like a big poopy baby. diaper baby. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Um yeah, this is what I'm hoping for, Jody. Uh, Trump's five-minute rant in his civil fraud trial wasn't curtailed by prosecutors because it was too good a chance to pass up, uh, a legal analyst uh, contends. 
Um, Lisa Rubin from MSNBC said he damaged his case when he addressed the New York City courtroom during the closing arguments. He, she said there may be a reason that James Staff didn't interrupt. The AG's office may have struck gold. What Trump said was so damaging to him, especially his explanation of the triplex footage error. Yep. Um, so let's hope so, right? You have a right to remain silent, but he can't. Yeah. He can't yeah, he's contain not smart himself enough. ever. Like, no, he's not. He's he's absolutely not. So we'll break all that down with uh, Renato because yeah, you're right, Joey. It's like they're that's what they're saying. They're trying to either provoke the judge into making a mistake that's better on appeal, mm-hmm. or because they're clearly not trying to win. Like he's already. You don't do that in front of a judge that's already ruled against you and is just deciding the amount now, yeah. right? right? It right. makes no sense to, you know, so anyway, but I, oh, my favorite part too, by the way, is when he said uh, ExxonMobil left New York because of AG. Right. <laughs> yeah. Letitia James, who I had to Google, I was like, Siri, how old is Letitia James? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, wow, she is good. She got ExxonMobil to leave New York in 1989. Yep. She was barely out of law school then. <laughs> um, by the way, she mustn't use GenuCell, and I certainly hope she typed Stephanie in the box. She's six. She's 65. Oh, oh my God. I did not know great. that. Yeah. Huh. Okay. But anyway, I was laughing. I was like, she made ExxonMobil left New York because of Patricia James in 1989. What? Did he? Do we have that one? I think 14. he tried to explain that. It, whenever he gets caught in a giant, he's always like, well, you take a look. You see, that's not the whole story. Yeah, some parts of it came out, and then you, you'll see. You said that Exxon left New York because of the New York Attorney General's case, but she actually, uh, Exxon actually left in 1989. No, they took they took the rest of their divisions out. Yeah. I mean, they they left earlier. The they were treated very badly in New York. You could have had them in New York. They could have been paying a lot of money. Uh, but it wasn't Letitia James. <laughs> no, I think uh, if you take a look, you read the case, study the case, you'll see that they took big divisions out after that. They originally but, left, and then they took the rest. But out. it wasn't Letitia James. Exactly. Thank you. And also, that's relevant to your guilt or innocence in this because case. Because why? How? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it was so random. And, uh, wow, Glenn Kirshner is right. He looked awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My God, he looked not just defeated, but not physically well. No. Nope. Um, oh, which, by the way, can I have my uh, love music? Thank you for all the love letters when Mama's not feeling well. Uh, Holly said, uh, Steph, I rather prefer this format, Stephanie, without the headphones and the mic. Yes, how about now? How about now? Is this good? How about now? <laughs> Too close. <laughs> Too close. Too close. Go back to Cleveland. Go back to Cleveland. I know. I'm like, wait, no, no, no. I'll go back in the studio. We can back up a little more. <laughs> oh, and Lucretia, the our sweaty church whore, yep. said, I was today years old when I saw Stephanie Miller squeeze her chesticles live on TV. Next mm-hmm. time, maybe you could just jump around and let them uh, let them things bounce around like balls in a Fisher-Price corn popper. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Love her. Okay. <laughs> All right. I Listen, I'm doing the best I can up here. I'm doing. I'm able to chair dance more. Look, I can, I can go all the way back here. Don't oh, go too way, far. Someone, by the way, someone asked, yes. That is the railing that the rats were running on uh-huh. when I came out of my bedroom. Yep. Right there. Yep. That's the railing. Yep. Yeah. There were two rats running on there when Mama came out of her bedroom, which is right over there. Yep. Okay. And what, what's what's in the door behind you? People want to know. The door that's open the door. behind The door that's you. open behind you. 
The here? one that's open behind oh, you. That's, yeah. a, that's an ex- extra bathroom. Is that where Ron There's... takes his cold showers? <laughs> yes, because my, my water heater is a little <laughs> kind of hanging by a thread. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it works, Chris. Let me, in its defense, it works if you don't use it very much. Got it. Okay. Um, very instant. short showers. It works fine for me. When someone else is here, there's trouble. Okay. Yes, there's two extra bedrooms. Uh, that's where uh, Ron, the guy that owns the show that's trying to come leave the life insurance money, and really in earnest now. Right. Yeah. We got a bit of a spat yesterday because he's, he's, I don't know, men, Jody, and empathy for sickness or just, okay, you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, Dr. Redliner's a man. Uh, he has empathy. Yeah, thank you. I was like, <laughs> he was. I was like, oh, are you a freelance epidemiologist now? Ask Doctor Redletter what's going on. Okay. Anyway, I called him a COVID denying a hole. That's uh, what I called. Oh, him. Oh, anyway. oh. Listen, don't poke a lady bear when she's sick, people. Uh, okay. Okay. So in that bedroom is where my best friend Doctor Jugs, as our listeners call yep. her. Yep. The, br- the brilliant Dr. Wanda was supposed to stay, and then Ron would be over there, and it becomes like Benny Hill. Uh-huh. She has giant jugs, yeah. and they run back and forth. It becomes like a backstage so farce. Also, yes. yes. Also got, it was like, yeah, with no coward dialogue. Witty and <laughs> yes. smart. Everybody's yeah. very, yes. yeah. But uh, that got canceled this week. Thanks, COVID, because I'm still, you know. But I'll test. Hopefully, I'll be testing negative by tomorrow. We Hope shall so. see. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Wanda's coming this weekend, but Ron's going to miss her. So, ha, Ron. That's what you get for being a bastard person about my COVID. He doesn't get to see those jugs, huh? No. Yeah, exactly. Oh, here's one last love letter. I needed these. Cynthia said, uh, Stephanie Miller of the Stephanie Miller of the fabulous Stephanie Miller show is so pretty, even when she's not feeling well. (laughs) Thank you, Cynthia. (laughs) Oh, is that too close here? Too close. Thank you, Cynthia. Stop, stop, stop. Don't. No, roll back so fast that you go ass over tea kettle could, over the banister. That would be funny. Would be funny. Be funny. It would be very funny, yes. but not a good you'd get idea. Some, you'd get some press for that. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Don't do it. Come on, room raiders. Let's take a look at this. <laughs> Watch me evil could evil down the stairs. <laughs> how many How many mattresses can we put so that you don't get hurt? Right. <laughs> what What would What would your mom's advice be, Jody? Uh, uh, tuck and roll. Mm-hmm. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll, dear. Tuck, Tuck and roll, dear. Yes. That, that's what she told you, right? That is what she told me. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. When Jody was a baby stunt woman, uh-huh. <laughs> Carol Burnett was unconcerned no, about her. Completely safety. unconcerned. She just said, Tuck and roll, dear. And there was, nothing, there was nothing soft that I was landing on. All it was right. just floor. <laughs> Do it properly, dear. There are Emmys in this house. <laughs> <laughs> and she has an- another one now. She does. She just, she got, just got another Emmy this week. Yes, she did. I saw that. Uh, well, thank God, because she has really not been recognized for her work thus far. Yeah, she's got a lot of potential, that one. <laughs> I think she, if she hangs in there, I think that kid's going to make it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so, too. I don't know what the hell we just heard. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Yes, it is the Stephanie Miller show live from my uh, coronavirus attic again. Oh, everything old is new again. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Chris LaVoy's worst nightmare. I'm able to control way too many things technically. I just touched my iPad and the screen went black. I'm like, no, don't touch well, that. Oh, no. What don't happened? touch that. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. I shouldn't be in control of it. Can you see this. Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm okay. fine. Can you yes, see us? Can, everything's fine now. Okay, good. Yes. Okay, good. And so I got Steve masks. Tweets... So I can come up there. Okay. <laughs> Steve tweets, San Francisco on deck. Woot! Uh, me and my liberal Bay Area friends are practically in our box seats now. Get rid of that Rona stuff. I'm getting rid of it. Yeah, uh, can't wait to see you again. I'm going to have super immunity, my mm -hmm. friends. Uh, can't wait to see you again, Glenn and John and Hal and Brangelo and my effing hella family. Woot! See you there, yep. Steve. Sexyliberal.com. Sexy We're very excited about the first show of 2024. And I've been told, to wear, I, I've been told to wear something tight. Shocking. Oh, yeah. Chris Chris is coming. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Chris, I hear they hate a muscly, handsome homo in San Francisco. <laughs> but you'll just do the best you can. I, 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 I will. Uh, uh, yes. I, 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 yes. I will. <laughs> We're dragging him along anyway. Well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so speaking of which, Seth the Homo of Hope can testify to the awesomeness of the Sexy Liberal Tour. He was just there with us in L.A. Hello, Seth. Hi, Seth. Hello, homos and Jody Shomo Jody. Yes, I can testify yeah. the best night of our lives, and there's going to be more and more and more best. And Chris, yes, go tight. <laughs> um, so, uh, um, so uh, Stephanie, I have never been, I have never been so concerned about a vagina since I was in high school trying to be a hetero of hope. And, oh, but, I was, I was going to say since you came out of one would be the last time you worried about. Uh, it. Yeah, I am. Uh, I think I'm still, thanks for asking, Seth. I'm still uh, peeing frequently, but the feels like the worst is over well, down the, down there. Yeah. Good, cause, but I do think, uh, Stephanie, you coined a phrase, my vagina is irritated. That's the slogan for this year's Women's March. I see all the signs. Yeah. My vagina is irritated. Um, and I, I just also want to say, like, this week is like, this, is, this week has been Hope Week. I mean, I studied law at the Jody Hamilton Law and Order School. Law and Order School, yep. We're hitting a hard break. I will take that till we talk to Renato 29 minutes after the hour. Well, you're talking about a totally different case, the immunity. I say this, on immunity, very simple, if a president of the United States does not have immunity, he'll be totally ineffective because he won't be able to do anything because it will mean he'll be prosecuted, strongly prosecuted perhaps, uh, as soon as he leaves office by, his, by the opposing party. So a president of the United States, I'm not talking just me, I'm talking yeah, any is. president has to have immunity. So really? Really? God, don't you? I mean, this is terrible. You should only remain in the thought bubble. But don't you wish Joe Biden were as demented as they say they are? And he just accidentally butt dialed SEAL Team 6? Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, Renato Mariotti coming up in a half an hour, yep. filling in for Glenn Kirshner today, who is traveling. But uh, Glenn will join us Monday, mm -hmm. along with Jojo, Jojo from Jurors and Rude Pundit. So Jody Hamilton just never... She's just like she's just like Lucy and Ethel. We're just stomping grapes all twenty four seven. She mm. never stops working, right? Ever. It's fantastic. Yeah, we okay. love her for it. What we love her for huh? it. Yeah. All right. Love this tweet. Uh, Luke uh, Zelensky tweets. This is the actual story Republicans are going with. Trump built the wall and gave us world peace, and then Democrats in China 
Trump's pal Z made up a phony virus that doesn't make you sick, and Trump caught it and made a beautiful vaccine that kills you, and he saved us. Before Joe stole the election and Trump had to start an insurrection that didn't happen, uh, that Nancy did just so they could make it look like Trump did it, even though he told the attackers he loved them and would pardon them. And Obama secretly runs everything, and the CIA and the FBI do too, and George Soros, and they started the war Putin started and are behind the Hamas attack as well, and Trump will stop it all in 24 hours. That's exactly, mm-hmm. yep. that's exactly the pitch. That is okay. I, yeah, we were saying I, it is extraordinary too. He must think we have like, a, what are those things in, a, which movie am I thinking of, Chris, where they do the erase and your whole memory gets wiped? Oh, uh, Men in Black. Yes, yes. Men in Black. Uh-huh. Because his legal arguments ridiculous they literally change day to day trial to trial regardless of what he is already on tape or his lawyers on tape saying the last time right right mm-hmm. like trump has now taken to claiming he was no longer a candidate for president mm-hmm. when he tried pressuring multiple officials to overturn the results of 2020 mm-hmm. the reason he's saying this he wants to argue that all actions taken to overturn the election were done as official presidential acts and thus deserve to be granted immunity by the courts the new claim is blatantly false and was contradicted by statements Trump made himself three years ago about mm-hmm. the election. Uh, even after the votes have been counted and certified, Trump filed lawsuits contesting the results and claimed he was doing so not as the outgoing president, but as a candidate. <laughs> he, it's even what he told the Supreme Court in the December 9, 2020 brief filed by his lawyer at the time, John Eastman. He seeks to intervene in this matter in his personal capacity as a candidate for re-election, Eastman wrote. I, do they think we just... There's no documents, there's no videotape anymore. We have no memory at all. I mean, what was it yesterday we were talking about, Jody? He's He says he's an officer of the United States, you, you know. In he, some he things. He is when not, they want yeah. to defend him and E. Jean Carroll right. when he comes up next week, but then he's not. I mean, it just, I love how much this doesn't work in a court of law, everything he's <laughs> yeah. trying. It's just, it's just fantastic. Alina Haba. Oh, bless, bless you. you. Thank you. Uh, do we have uh, 11? She's just, I think she admitted yesterday that he hired her because she's pretty. I think she's pretty much said. All right. Well. Is she the, she's the parking garage lawyer, yes. correct? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here yeah. she is. Okay. The organization and every employee of the Trump organization, which has single-handedly changed the New York skyline, including the building we are in today. These are <laughs> special properties. Real estate is an art. Not a science. <laughs> what? So special. It's so special. So is that a defense? He I think the so. Skyline of, of New York. Yeah. Yeah. So did so did King Kong. Yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> I just thought of that now. That's kind of funny. That was good. Okay. So did Chrysler. Okay. Thanks so, so much. Chrysler. So did Chrysler. So did Pan Am. So did yeah, buildings many, that are there. Exactly. Literally yeah, called so the Al- Pan Am so building. Al- so did Al Qaeda. You're right. Uh-huh. Yep better analogy because they're both terrorists yeah so, exactly okay yeah. Yeah, you okay. win you um, win mm-hmm. thanks i do i always win you should learn not to <laughs> compete <laughs> um you definitely yeah, a former do. attorney for trump said alina haba is handing handling discovery for the former pre- thank you uh is handling discovery that she's handling discovery for the former president may indicate a rudderless legal defense Uh-oh. um yeah she's not a the right kind of lawyer even uh, she, he said, when it comes to this case, I think in a large respect, it's been kind of unled for a while with Alina Habla handling Bless discovering. You. That's something where I think, I think anybody, there's not really anybody at the wheel. Uh, it does see, yeah, she's just kind of like an empty bag of hair. 
Yeah, she's um, a vessel. The strategy of Trump's team appears to be to try to convince the trial judge to get so mad he makes bigger mistakes for the appeal. Some of Trump's allies have expressed concern about uh, Haba's qualifications. Um, Alina Haba. Oh, bless you. Bless you. I wanted to give you one last chance. Was asked last week if she believes Trump hired her because of her looks, and she said, Hi, it doesn't hurt. Okay. That's exactly what you want in a lawyer. Boy. Yes, because I'm pretty. What's your point? Okay. <laughs> With chunky, uh, chunky blonde highlights. Right. That she like just got recently. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. Let's skip to uh, 13 uh, Trump outside the lab. lab. I have office this Monday and event in New Hampshire Tuesday. Are you going to be back in court for the Eugene Carroll case on Wednesday? Yeah, well, that's another one. That's uh, sponsored by Reed Hoffman and some Democrat operatives. I never saw this woman in my life other than they have a picture with her and her husband, uh, John Johnson, a nice guy who was a newscaster many years ago. I remember him and she said horrible things about him uh, since. I mean, horrible, horrible things, called him bad names. Uh, I have no idea who this woman is. I have absolutely no idea. The whole thing is ridiculous that Mm -hmm. this is even Mm -hmm. a case. This should never have happened. Because she looked exactly like Marla Maples at the time. So, yeah. 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 Exactly. I I, I like that he rushed to to mention that there is a picture. I'm like, really? You've never ever, you've never met her. Huh? Because that's weird. Because here's a picture. Um. Yeah, uh, uh, anti-ready tweets. I hate to be the one to say this, but as long as our justice system doesn't do its job and hold Donald uh, criminally accountable, the threat of violence will continue and will eventually escalate. And it's only a matter of time before his words get someone killed. Um, yeah, I, I, well, I mean, e- you know, even if he does go to go to prison for all four of these things, there's still going to be violence. He's still going to have his followers. It's not going to erase the fact that he has this crazies following him. So I, I don't know that I agree with yeah. that premise. With what? The, the premise that, you know, that something needs to be done um, to him to get rid of his crazy followers. Even, oh, if something no, is, you're not- even if something is done, you're not getting rid of his crazy followers. I don't know what to do about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think as money, he and as many of them as possible need to, you know, facing real accountability tends to shut people up. You know, I mean, they've got to, I just, I think as many people as possible it, that are guilty have to go to prison. It didn't I mean, shut up the QAnon see. shaman. Yeah. He's, he's still out there yeah. spewing well, his exactly. stuff. That, that's, that's what I mean. It's like they, either the sentences aren't harsh enough or, you know, judges should stop buying that they all cry and go, oh, I feel so much remorse when they clearly don't, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's, uh, so I don't know. That's the thing. I just am not, I don't have it in my uh, DNA to cave into bullies and go, oh, okay, well, the inmates might hurt us, so we should put the inmates in charge of the asylum because, you know. I just don't know what to do with the Uh, inmates. Yeah, well, I know what to do Um, to keep them in. I'm glad to share my electric lesbian zoo that I might be. (laughs) Oh, did Whoopi Goldberg, I think, you know, talked about where we may all uh, end up. Cut 15, Chris. I'm going to be on day one. I'm going to be a dictator. Who says it to you, tells you, I'm going to put you people away. I'm going to take all the journalists. I'm going to take all the gay folks. I'm going to move you all around and disappear you. <laughs> if that's the country you want, you know who to vote for. Amen, Whoopi. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I don't, I, who is it? I mean, this seems like a no-brainer to me, but Adam Kinzinger said he will vote for President Biden. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that's what Chris Christie needs to take the next step and I say. I think he will. But anyway. Here, I mean, Adam Kinzinger remains a Republican, but he said it is literally a decision at the moment between do you believe in a functioning democracy or do you not? Right. I mean, I, 
you know, I think there's a, um, what's the word? You know, there's some divergence on how much you focus on what a horrible record Trump had, what a great record Biden has, mm -hmm. or do you focus on just the loss of democracy and, and what a giant criminal he is? I mean, I think the, the, the judicial system is certainly, we know, going to be farther ahead than it is today, you know, by the time we vote. So I, hopefully that'll be a factor. And according to polling, it will. Yeah. This Oh, we love this new... Biden ad, by the way, give me uh, 21. This is fantastic. By the way, it's not an ad. It was just something he posted. It's not yeah. an ad. Oh, oh, OK. But I mean, just him saying again, yep, I got rid of the Roe v. Wade. I did that. Yep. I mean, Biden just posted that and said he did that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here this is. When there's a crash, I hope it's going to be during this next 12 months because I don't want to be Herbert Hoover. The one president, I just don't want to be Herbert Hoover. He's acknowledging that my economy is doing pretty darn well because he doesn't want that to continue. And by the way, the idea that he wants to see a crash in the next 12 months, doesn't want to be Herbert Hoover, he has to understand, he's already Herbert Hoover. <laughs> yeah. He's the only other president who lost jobs during his term. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Sorry, my headphones are cutting in and out. <laughs> Give me a sign when was, the soundbite's over, and okay. I'll pretend I heard it. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> We're flying blind up here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am I'm, I'm on a whole, and I had COVID this week. I am optimistic. Um, I love the love for Jasmine Crockett. Everyone shares mm -hmm. my love for Jasmine Crockett. John said, I'm crushing on Jasmine Crockett, but my wife is okay with that because she is too. Um <laughs> The only thing I would ask as a lesbian, Jody, is she's got to trim those nails. I think you know what I'm saying. Um, the nails are fabulous, but you know, she's it's a, she, Edwina scissor hands. You know, I, um, uh, the the ladies that uh, are with gentlemen, nine yeah, times they don't, out they're of not ten, concerned really about don't that. care I, about that. That's how right. That's how my gaydar works. I'm like, no, not with those nails. <laughs> dipping in the laney length. All right. All right. Sorry, her, ladies. Her nails are beautiful. They are. They are beautiful. They are beautiful, and they just scream, reader. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, sucks to be me. 47, well, 45. Well, you know. <laughs> Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. All right. Um, where? Oh, blah 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 blah. Pardon me. Where was I? I. Uh, all right. I'm going to get to this NRA story in a second. Karen in Chicago. Hello, Karen. Hello. Good morning from very very snowy Chicago. Yeah. Oh, um, burr. Burr. Yeah. A lot of snow here. Tell Francis. Woof. Um, anyway, <laughs> seventy nine or seventy eight. So seventy nine. Oh God. Well, now wind yeah. comes off wherever. So, I got to tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty intense. Okay, so real quick. So every single soundbite that you play, right, with him um, just incriminating himself or telling us exactly what he's going to do with the help of the architects of Project 2025, anybody thinking of third-party voting or staying home, they need to understand not only is Donald Trump not an option for us, okay, but here's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Biden has done so much. I was talking to my dentist. She went through dental school. She's a um, black um, small business owner. She came out of school, $350,000 in debt, compounding interest, 
Um, she was paying three grand on it every single month. And now she, by the time she was like $480,000 in debt, President Biden forgave that, all of it. So now yeah. she's going to be able to give her workers a raise. She's going to be able to spend, and which means good for the economy, and her workers are going to be able to spend, which means good for the economy. So this is what President Biden is going to continue to do for us. We need to understand yeah. that. If we come out in droves, vote for him, give him the numbers he needs in the Congress, yeah. we are going to get so and much you know, accomplished. Yeah, and you know, um, Victor Xi, our little stem cell, wrote a great piece about how the, it, it, the most effective way is talk to your peers. Mm -hmm. You know, is, 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 you know, again, all the things, you know, he was talking about a lot of good things Biden and Harris are doing. But talk to your peers, you know, all of us like talk, you're right, Karen, yes. just keep telling yes. the story that that's also, I think, important. Absolutely. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. You too. Love you too. Okay. Uh, oh, Hunter Biden pled not guilty to tax evasion charges yep. uh, again. As we said, if his name was not Biden, he no. would never have been charged with this. Is Again, Jody, we have to keep reviewing. He was st struggling with addiction. He was late paying his taxes. He's paid them. Yeah. And the I fines mean, I, and the interest unlike, and all of that. Unlike Wayne LaPierre in this NRA story, which makes me so furious. I, you know, and first of all, as we were saying, Republicans want anyone to be able to get a gun right. you know, with no regulations so that they care Hunter Biden got a gun or didn't. And, and they brag about not paying their taxes. Um but this story, uh, a meeting at a meeting in June 2009, the treasurer of the NRA worked out a plan to conceal luxury expenses involving its chief executive, Wayne LaPierre. According to an audio of the meeting, uh, the, this is the recording is previously unknown to New York's attorney general, who is pursuing the NRA and LaPierre over a range of alleged financial misdeeds. It shows in real time the NRA's treasurer enlisting the group's longtime PR firm to obfuscate the extravagant costs. Captured on tape is talk of LaPierre's desire to avoid public's disclosure of his use of private jets, as well as uh, uh, persistent spending at the Beverly Hills Hotel by another executive buddy of his. Um, can I just tell you, I don't know about you, I just paid taxes not that long ago. You know, I'm incorporated. And you know what it is, you guys? I'm so tired of all the rest of us having to play by the rules, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And the Trumps and what others in the world, they just feel like they don't have to play. Right. By the, specifically, the accountant asked about one trip, and it's so funny because my girlfriend later said, oh, you totally could have written that off because, you know, there was some business and whatever. But I just, you know what I mean? Like, I, I was like, well, no, but it was some personal, so I didn't, you know, she's like, oh, my God, you could have written off that whole trip. But it's like most of us try to play by the rules yeah, and yeah. don't try to cheat right you know, like i i just it didn't occur to me to go like oh yeah let me sneak that in and it just and these mother effers oh my god mm -hmm. you know the fact that they're and making money off this carnage of, of people and children in our society mm -hmm. and the sale of guns to line their own pockets it just ugh, made me huh. all right ugh. i think i got that out of are, you, are, are you craw are you crawling yes. now okay that came out. Of, that also came out in the giant poop last night. I am. <laughs> let me just say, Jody, I am a delight because I between the giant balls of phlegm coming up and things coming out of every orifice. Oh. I am. I am healing myself from COVID. There you go. <laughs> All right, and we have Renato Mariotti, our legal lad, coming up next on the Stephanie Miller Show.
It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit, it affects us in ways that sometimes I think people take for granted. You know, the fact that people think that government, eh, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't really even do anything. And I'm like, oh my God, does government do everything for us? And we cannot take this democracy for granted. And sometimes I, I worry that we do. We got you, Michelle Obama. We got your back, yep. sister. Oh, my God. All right. Um, so much to talk about, and we're so excited. Stepping into the fray with us, Renato Mariotti, our legal lad. Good morning, Renato. Good morning. Glad to be here. I I just love this, uh, this summation of yesterday. Donald Trump claimed victory in the New York fraud trial yesterday. He has already lost. <laughs> and, and issued some thinly veiled threats against the judge, the attorney general, the clerk, blah, blah, blah. Same, same. Um, once again, I, I, just because he says it <laughs> doesn't make it true. He clearly did not win <laughs> this trial, correct? Tell us from your a, take. Go ahead. Yeah, from a legal perspective, one million percent. Okay, Stephanie, he's lost the trial. In fact, his legal team had made a decision to lose the trial essentially or to cut their losses many many months ago when he was asked to sit for a deposition and he declined he was eventually forced to sit for a deposition and when he did he took the fifth hundreds of times and you don't need to be a lawyer uh to know that when you have a civil case and you take the fifth uh, hundreds of times it's not good for your case okay um it can be held against you the judge actually can assume that your answers would have been bad for you. Uh, yeah. So, it, it, you know, he his legal team had already made a decision that the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. They were going to lose this case. But, but I will tell you, I was on MSNBC a couple times yesterday. I was yeah. on CNN a couple times yesterday. And one thing that I said on all, on those not, both networks, and I was frustrated, Stephanie, was I do think that he manipulated the media mm -hmm. into changing the story here. Because the story is the fact that he committed fraud. There's closing arguments. He's about yeah. to be found liable for hundreds of millions of dollars. Instead, he's giving speeches and trying to interrupt the judge and doing all this stuff to turn this into a circus and a distraction. Renato, thank you. I've been ranting all morning about how this whole thing is about, you know, different sets of rules that he just doesn't think he has to play by the rules. I was sort of annoyed. Um, tell me what your take is, because I know Lisa Rubin over on MSNBC said it was good that the prosecution let him ramble because they can use some of that. But again, he, he said, can I give a closing statement? The judge said within these rules, they said no, they did it anyway. I, you know, he asked Trump, are you gonna play by the rule? No, of course not. So, he, but he lets him ramble. Was that good legally that, that he let him just ramble or, or not? Well, legally, I don't know how much it matters. Okay. Right. In other words, he's going to lose either way. I, I don't agree with Lisa's comment. I mean, Lisa is not approaching it. She, I don't think she's tr tried a lot of cases. I, I don't think it, it's really going to matter from any legal perspective one way or the other. Yeah. But I think it's what, what happened there, what was concerning there is the judge had set a hard line and set some rules. And Trump went forward and did what he was going to do anyway. Now, 
I understand it's infuriating to people who are watching this and you know on TV and people who are listening right now to your show. That does happen in courtrooms mm -hmm. across the country. But, I mean, where but, but should the judge have said nope? The second shut him he down. started, correct. Off. And that's what I was going to yeah. say. That was where I was going to go up there. Is, is judges have different levels of shutting down someone in that circumstance? And I do think part of what's going on here is. He's a former president. He's got a lot of people who he's uh, hoodwinked into supporting him. Uh, and I say hoodwinked because he's literally deceiving people. Um, yeah. And th there's a, there's this idea like, well, th there's a hesitation, right? And in a trial, um, when you have even a momentary hesitation as a judge or as a trial lawyer, uh, you're going to miss out an opportunity. So what happened was Judge, you know, ju Trump just gets up and starts talking. The judge says, "Hey, are you going to follow the rules?" He doesn't. He Trump doesn't say anything. He just starts talking. And if the judge yes. does not shut it down in that second, in that it's going to go on. Thank right? you, it's go Ronaldo. On. Thank you. I'm glad you saw that. You know, because I'm just an idiot. That's well, I work now in my attic because I have COVID. But I used to work in my basement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Renato, what? How does that? How's that going to play, you think, in the E. Jean Carroll case coming up? Because it's already been ruled you cannot say you didn't rape her. Well, is you, Trump never listens to anything. Mm -hmm. So is he going to try that again? Because that's the whole point is that, you know, he wanted to give the statement so he can't be cross-examined. He can give a campaign right. speech, whatever you were just saying. Talk to us yeah. about that a minute. Well, I, I do think he's going to continue to thumb his nose at that case. I mean, what's interesting is, you know, he did not take um the the, the you know the dg and carroll case seriously at all i mean i don't he didn't even show up right mm -hmm. he did give a deposition there he didn't take the fifth he just didn't take that case very seriously because the level of downside for him was small enough that the pr value political value of whatever he was doing outweighed any downside from that case the New York AG case obviously is different. It, it definitely hurts him in his pocketbook in a very serious way, even beyond the three hundred seventy something million dollars. Just the the sheer impact on his business is is really priceless. So I, I do think he's going to continue to take an aggressive flout the judge, flout the system, you know, thumb his nose at those lawsuits and at E. Jean Carroll. But that's just you know who and what yeah. he is. So you tweeted, uh, Trump ducked the witness stand in order to avoid tough questions on cross-examination. He had a right to remain silent. When defendant does not testify but wants to deliver an argument at trial, judges typically set ground rules. Not surprising the judge did so here. I mean, that's exactly the setup for this, right? Is right. you know, And Trump did specifically what he said you can't do. You know, campaign speech, give new, you know, new evidence, all of the things he tried to do, and avoid... Uh, cross-examination right right it, it, the thing is here's the thing seven he's playing a different game than the 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 other people in that in that in that courtroom in other words he's not trying to win the court case at all that's not yeah. a, an i mean maybe he thinks he is i don't think so i think he's smart enough to know he's not actually winning anything there he's doing this because by the way as soon as he finished that closing statement okay or whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. he went outside and gave a press conference I was on MSNBC at the time. That's why I wasn't tweeting about all this, okay, because I was yeah. on television. I was yeah. on MSNBC at the time. They cut away from me talking about it to put on Donald Trump with a bunch of American flags behind him giving a speech about whatever while, while the New York Attorney General's lawyers were making their closing argument. 
And so right. I, they cut away and, and all of that. I'm not I'm not trying to be harsh on any network one way or the other, but I'm just pointing yeah. out that it, what he was doing was to exactly that that's that was his purpose was to take attention away from yes. the evidence, take attention away from the law, put attention onto his BS arguments. Yeah. Uh, BS disinformation campaign. That's what he was doing in the courtroom. That's what he did afterward. And it worked to some extent. And it, it bothers me that it worked because at this stage, we should know better. And there's a lot at stake here uh, for our democracy. So it's concerning. Thank you. Renato, you're, it makes such a great point. It's like we flash back to the empty podiums and how he was covered in 2016. You're right. He can't do this without media help. As you, as you tweeted, Trump's trying to turn this trial into a spectacle because the facts and the law aren't on his side, focusing on the spectacle instead of on the extensive evidence and the judicial finding that he committed fraud. This plays right into his hands. I mean, I I don't know. I don't have a lot of confidence. I, I hope they will learn a lesson with all these trials going forward, because you're right. He's going to do this with all of them, right? Absolutely. I mean, I think he's gone all in on a strategy where he's going to delay He's going to make every argument he can. I mean, I was on television the other day defending this argument that he could like murder and rape and pillage our country, you know, people in our country and be immune if he's president. Right. I mean, it's absurd. Yeah. It's an absurd argument. Like the idea, the, the idea that the Supreme Court of the United States can be like, yeah, that's a great idea. We're going to the president's going to be completely immune if he murders the United States Congress. I mean, it's absurd. I, I, yeah. I honestly on his face, he's making these absurd arguments, delaying. And the whole purpose of it is to go all in on a strategy to win the presidency, get a power, be, you know, God knows what he's going to try to do. I mean, we're hearing and seeing a lot of reporting about the insane things he's going to do if he's reelected. I think that's that's his only plan at this point. Well, yeah, I mean, you tweeted about that. It's just and, the, and as you said, I think Jamie Matt Raskin made this point, too. Under that theory, he could just murder the Senate. As well, and face no penalty. I mean, you don't even have to be a lawyer to go, that, that's absurd. Um, a group of 19 former Republican lawmakers are warning the Supreme Court in an open letter to end Trump's immunity gambit immediately. You know, Adam Kinzinger, Barbara Comstock, David Jolly, Joe Walsh, a lot of our, you know, former Republican friends. I, I, will even this Supreme Court <laughs> grant something so ridiculous, Renato? You know, my take on it, this is what I think is going to happen, Stephanie. I think the, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals is clearly going to reject this. OK, first of all, OK, yeah. those judges do not seem very enthusiastic about this, about this uh, theory. And then I think the Supreme Court may just not take the case. I agree. That's just, what I keep saying. That's yeah, what I, keep I mean, they're because the, they're not going to have they're not going to have five votes that are going to say, oh, this is a fantastic idea, this immunity idea. So I think they're just going to they're not going to want to look divided. And, and I think they're just going to let the D.C. Circuit I have that one. Also, Renato, again, I'm not a lawyer, but doesn't it seem like his ridiculous, inconsistent statements from one trial to the next that contradict even things that are on tape, whether it's him or his lawyers, like, for instance, uh, in his fight for immunity from prosecution, Kyle Cheney tweets, Trump's latest refrain is that the campaign was long over by the time he pressured states to overturn the results. But that's not what he told supporters or the Supreme Court at the time. I mean, he keeps changing his I'm an officer of the court. No, I'm not. Yes, I was here. <laughs> like, this is part of my presidential duties. No, it wasn't. I mean, he just you can't keep doing that from trial to trial and think there's no record of anything. Can you? 
You know, it's interesting, Stephanie. I've been look. I've been uh, talking about Donald Trump's legal issues since 2017. Okay, it's it's been a long time, and his he has a rather complicated state of mind. Um, and I really think he's more um, crafty, devious than he is um, just all over the place. But one thing I will say is, you know, there are there are litigants out there that litigate all over the place, sue people all over the place, say all sorts of crazy things. The legal system does not take them super seriously. And but right. the thing is that, you know, this guy's Donald Trump. He was the president. He may be the president again. So like judges have to sort of go through the motions of taking this stuff seriously. Most people who file all these frivolous lawsuits who say all sorts of crazy things in response to lawsuits, judges have very little patience for it after, after a period of time. Yeah, I, you're so much nicer than I am. That's the nicest way I've ever heard to describe crazy. He has a complicated state of mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that. he may I'm not be crazy. It may be devious. I mean, that's the that's thing. True. I don't completely also, understand. Yeah. I think it may be part of a devious plan i mean this is yeah. a guy who was planning to put jeffrey Clark as attorney general and you know seek retribution on his enemies and all of this yeah. stuff uh who knows like maybe this is all part of a plan just to spout off random random crap in a courtroom i don't know i mean i and the final point you made too is even his awful sons at least you said they're <laughs> Their lawyer was pursuing an actual legal strategy, making plausible arguments that could possibly sway the judge as he writes his opinion. You said uh, Trump's lawyers are working with Trump to distract uh, and pick a fight with the judges for political PR reasons. So, I mean, you're right. They're, in none of these, are they really doing a defense? In everything, they're pretty much just arguing he's above the law, right? It's, it's, it's a PR strategy or press strategy or political strategy, whatever you want to call it. It is not a legal strategy at all. I mean, you don't need to be a lawyer to understand that insulting the judge in a bench trial. In other words, there's no jury there. Right. The judge is the decider. Mm -hmm. <laughs> insulting the judge, attacking the judge is not a, a winning strategy. I mean, it's like it's obvious. Like, you don't need me to explain that. It's not legal analysis. Right. It's common sense. Right. And so attacking the judge is not a legal strategy. It is a strategy to raise money, maybe, for his donors. Maybe it's to try to get some points in the Republican primary. God knows what, to get press coverage. But it has nothing to do with trying to win. The 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 fact that Eric Trump and, and Donald Trump Jr.'s lawyer was in there actually making legal arguments, trying to persuade the judge on some points, it actually is an odd contrast because mm -hmm. you add somebody there actually taking the case seriously on the other side. It's like, oh, this is what Trump's lawyers could have been doing. And it's almost like a, a, a kind of a bizarre contrast when you when you see it that way. Oh, my God. I know. I, I keep wondering how close we are to that guy. I don't know if you saw the video over the holidays of him jumping over the thing and physically attacking oh, yeah. the judge. Yeah. I don't want to. Oh, I did see that. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I it's just, you know. A terrifying time for our democracy, I think, and our judicial system. I mean, I, I think the swatting of Judge Engeron and uh, um, what do you call it, uh, Jack Smith, and yeah. you know, it, it's just, I just everybody keeps saying it, Renato, but it's like, are we going to wait till something really bad happens? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it is, um, yeah, you know, and, and uh, oh, Judge, I, I, yeah, I mentioned Judge Engeron. I was never remember Judge Engeron, Judge Chutkin, and Jack Smith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And we've had I mean, just just so everyone listening understands, you know, we have had issues with judges uh, being attacked and killed before. I mean, a judge here in the northern district of Illinois had her husband and her and her mother, yes. I believe, mm -hmm. murdered. Right. Um, you know, and I well, I'll just say when I was a federal prosecutor, I was in protective custody. 
because one of the people I prosecuted escaped from prison and said he wanted to kill the judge and the prosecutor. Oh and so the God. judge wow. and I were in protective custody. So it does, these things wow. do happen. Um, they just don't happen this often. They aren't as part of a, a calculated strategy, right, by a particular yeah. litigant, but it's a concern. No doubt. Yeah, it certainly is. Now I want to just jump to the screen and hold you and comfort you. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. Not, not just Aww. about you being handsome. It's all it's protective custody. Wow. Oh, all I'll right. take it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Renato. Talk Thanks to you so next much. time. Thank you, Renato. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. There Bye. He goes. 20, 22 brushing off my sexual harassment. Yeah. Yes, family. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Hoochie Coo. Yeah. Sue in Rockville. Hello. Good morning. Hello, Sue. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Sue, sorry about that. Sort of reassuring. Um, there has always been a far right group of nutcases. We've always had a far right extremist wing of society and politics. The difference is. Russia took one, turned him into a leader, and the press failed to do their job. Mm -hmm. So we can't change them. We can't take people out of a cult until they're ready to leave. But we can surely outvote them. And if we yep. can outvote them big enough and take back the House, keep the Senate, and keep Biden and Harris in office, they will finally crawl back under the rocks like the slimy cockroaches they are. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, cowards. That's what bullies do. You punch them in the nose, and that's what bullies do. Yep. Uh, and cowards. 29 minutes after the hour, my personal comedy Jesus getting ready to walk across the San Francisco Bay next Saturday. Here comes John Fugelsang next. Stephanie Miller. You can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Stephanie Miller. Oh, hi. Hi. Hiya. Hiya. Oh, I wanted to hear uh, Marjorie Three Toes oh, talk okay. about how she's going to... Yeah, we gonna, didn't... Yeah. She, okay. She's going to oust the uh, uh, speaker. That's fantastic. Yes, fight, 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 fight. Big bag of rats. Cause, you know, because they've had a fantastic, uh, seamless week almost, the Republicans mm -hmm. in Congress. Right. <laughs> Here is uh, Marjorie uh, Three Toes. Here we go. If I'm Speaker of the House, I finish the job <laughs> in the House. I pass the appropriation bills. And then oh. I tell Chuck Schumer in the Senate, it's your job now, buddy. You do your work. And then we'll talk. But right now, Mike Johnson is getting rolled in meeting after meeting after meeting. When, he's, when he is talking to Jake Sullivan and Chuck Schumer every day and impressed with these Four Corners meetings, but he's not talking to me and other important members in our Republican conference at all about any of the negotiations and any of the plans and exactly what we want to see done. He's failing on the job. Huh. 
You know how you know you're not important is when you pronounce it important. Important. Yeah. I am super. She's got that glottal. Oh my god! Could our dreams actually come true? Did she say if I were Speaker of the House? Is that Uh a possibility, Jody? That would be so fantastic. I don't. I don't think a majority of of their caucus would vote for her. I don't think so either. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Because if ever if ever she's late, they could just put a picture of uh, you know Hunter Biden's D in her seat, just you know, since she seems to have that handy at all times. Yeah. Okay. Or put a CrossFit Uh, studio up there. Yeah, and then she could say, hey, Lauren Bober, can you give me a hand with this? Oh, uh, uh, Ms. Uh, Miller. Uh, uh. You're awful. Okay. <laughs> Please, some more. Marjorie Taylor The biggest Green. red flag for me, Steve, right now that has me livid is this deal with Ukraine. This is a losing war. It is a losing issue. The American people really? do not support it. Our border security is not a negotiating tool for the Ukraine war that the Pentagon loves and Joe Biden loves and the Democrats oh, love God. and that these rhino oh. neocon Republicans and Nikki Haley is frothing at the mouth over because her donors support it. No, 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 no. Mike Johnson should not be be going in there with Chuck Schumer and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to make this deal where 5,000 illegal aliens, not migrants, cross the border every damn day. Yep. Boy, Madge has had a rough week. She sounds a little cranky. Um, okay. Who is it? I can't keep track now which Republican said that uh, Biden started the Ukraine war, that it was his fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a whole <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. One last one. Here we so go. So you can get $60 billion over to Zelensky, the most corrupt president in the world right now, because Ukraine is not the 51st state. Every day, Mike Johnson gets closer and closer to this deal, brings me closer and closer to vacating the chair Wee! because I have yes. absolutely had it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, my God. They didn't change the rule. It only takes one vote. Do it, Marge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I just saw an incredibly handsome man flash across the screen. Hang on. Hold on. It's that guy. I saw you on the TV just uh, I, rock starring as you do. Where yep. were you? Every, everybody, you, know, oh. you, have to, you have to be prepared. You have to have the 3D glasses. You have to understand what you're getting into when you ask John Fugel saying something about the Bible. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Uh, Stephanie Rule asked me to come on her year in review primetime special right before Christmas. And and I do Stephanie's show. She's she's awesome. And this time they they said, uh, instead of talking about who won the week, we want to know what you want to leave behind. And I was like, can I say right-wing Christians who prostitute the Bible and uh, use Jesus as a prop while voting against his actual teachings? And they said, sure. And I went off. And uh, (laughs) you were awesome. I didn't think much about it. And then a couple of famous people retweeted it. And then the death threats started coming in oh. from the good Christian folk. So, oh, yeah. Man. Oh, man. I oh, like life. this guy, right? Timothy on Twitter said, liberalism is disease. And John Fugelsang has it in spades. Not only is he a spoon-fed, narrative-sucking buffoon who lacks common sense and basic critical thinking skills, but he also sounds like he's a COVIDian, COVIDian vaxtard who believes the COVID scamdemic. Uh-huh. Yeah, and isn't that great? S- you said, I like when deep Christians weigh in using the word tard. That's always nice. <laughs> yeah. I always say tard, so we'll, know, so we'll know you're the good guy. Say the 
word tarred or retard as often as you can, so we'll know that you're the moral one here. By the way, oh. I, I thought that quote would have been perfect on a book jacket, but my agent disagreed. <laughs> <laughs> I just, nobody does it better than you, my friend. You just, oh. you know, you tweeted, Christians who support Trump fit it neatly into two categories. Those who've never actually read the Jesus parts, those who've read the Jesus parts, rejects the teaching and keep Jesus Christ as a prop. If this angers you, MAGA, show us one actual Jesus Christ teaching Trump fights for just one. No one's ever been able to answer nope. that yeah, question they from you, they have they? Can't. And again, you can be an atheist and use this on your right-wing loved ones. Just say, one actual Jesus teaching the Republican Party has fought for in this century. And they can't do it. What you'll get is an education in how much your right-wing loved one has never read that Bible mm -hmm. prop they wave around so much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, Greg hey. Abbott, literally, Greg Abbott was just on with Dana Lash, and there's a summit, by the way. Wow, yeah. I sure am sorry I couldn't make that one. But, <laughs> and he actually said we would shoot yes. the Mexicans crossing our border. I'm sorry, the Christian refugees crossing our border. We would shoot them, but Joe Biden would come after us. He's complaining that Biden won't let them commit murder. These are the Christians we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Jesus yeah. said, welcome the stranger. Greg Abbott heard in this game of telephone tag, run razor wire through the Rio Grande River. Yep. I, yeah, I was just going to say that, that you talking about welcoming the stranger comes in my, into my uh, mind every time. Trump this morning urged Biden to open a war at the Mexico U.S.-Mexico border. Yeah, they're uh, our top trading partner. Do that. That's smart. Yeah, like yeah. a tariff war with China. It'll work out great. Yeah, in an overnight DOJ filing, feds confirmed Texas National Guard has deployed armed soldiers and vehicles to block the federal government from accessing the river. Oh, so they completely, so they can continue to shred people with yes. razor wire. Oh yeah, yeah. Let, and, and no like medicine Jesus, for like Jesus would do. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Let, please let's let's block them from bringing in medical care at the border or Gaza. Any way we can make poor brown people suffer, we'll sleep better at night. By the way, I thought uh, Brian Bueller had a good point. He said Dems should respond to Republican extortion in the border talks by tying Republicans to Trump's claim that immigration is poisoning the blood of our country. I mean, you've got to try to find ways to make the awful Hitlery things he says stick. Otherwise, they just float off into the ether, right? Yeah, you got to say them, and then you got to try to find the media to cover it. Because I've come to believe this corporate media really misses their Trump-sized ratings. And that might be the, the two things that scare me most are not Trump or Biden. What scares me is OPEC cutting production. Yeah. So gas will be $5 a gallon in October because they want their racist buffoon puppet yep. back in the White House. And what scares me is the fact that the media kind of wants their racist puppet buffoon back in the White House as well, because the media knows that hate watching is a great thing for ratings. And that's their priority. Not journalism. Yeah, journalists yeah. care about telling the truth. But the media... Their job is profit, and Donald Trump is great for ratings. Mm -hmm. You keep calling out the hypocrisy, though, John. This is, uh, uh, oh, Biden-Harris headquarters retweeted you, saying on TV, Republicans in South Carolina tried to have a bill uh, calling for the death penalty for abortion. We're so pro-life, we'll kill you. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? <laughs> you states have tried that. Yeah. The death Yeah, I mean, penalty. yeah, and I was going to say the fact that uh, this poor woman in Ohio the grand jury is not going to prosecute her for having a miscarriage. The fact that we even have to uh, yeah. say, oh, well, good, you know, the fact that she, anyone would even be prosecuted for having a miscarriage that is even a, a thing it is just uh, terrifying, John. Listen, really, really quick lesson. Exodus 21 is where God asserts that a fetus is property and a woman's life has more value in his eye than a fetus. The Jewish 
the religion, which my interns tell me was the religion Jesus was part of, mm -hmm. the Jewish religion does not ban abortion. They are legal and free in Israel. Don't write what we call the hell now. Yeah. God, the least pro-life character in the Bible, maybe some of you Judeo-Christian friends never heard of Passover, but Jesus opposed the death penalty, Steffi. Mm -hmm. Never mentioned abortion because the Jewish religion doesn't oppose abortion. Jesus did oppose the state murdering the sinner. Yep. So if you're going to say that you oppose abortion and you want to criminalize abortion and torment women, lock them up, lock up doctors because you're so deeply Christian, but you support the death penalty, which Christ actually opposed, mm -hmm. then the rest of us are no longer a obliged to ever take your claim of Christianity seriously. It's like, when's the media going to say to Mike Pence, where does your holy book tell you to drive the gay wedding cakes out of the temple? It, when <laughs> is the media, the reason why my clip got viral and went so hot is because no one talks about this. Religion is a third rail in politics and entertainment, and journalists are afraid to hold these people's feet to the fire and say, yeah. where does your holy book say this? They won't yeah. do it. And I'm tired of religion being camouflaged for sinister types. I still think this is going to be a huge uh, driving force, John, in the in the uh, 2024 election. Um, just one more tweet on the, the this grand jury thing. Alfredo Liberal says a grand jury shouldn't have to decide if a woman who was committing a crime for having a miscarriage or getting health care. The GOP unleashed a Pandora's box and they're going to get demolished this year because thanks to women. They've had enough and the men like myself are going to help out and make sure they never come back in power. Um, and I, I think that's true. You know, all of our uh, great allies like you are going to, you know, be there side to side with the women. And, and it, I just I, I think that's Row rage, I think, is still being underestimated in this Nexus cycle. That's right. Row rage is it. And that's why we're doing what we do. That's why we got to bring good trouble to the right wing bubble. That's why we're going to do 45 dates on the sexy liberal. Wait, what? <laughs> 85 shows on the sexy liberal tour this year. Wait, we're going to Alabama. We're going to I Mississippi. Something. We're Howard Dean to Louisiana. What? Wait, I forgot something. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I have to go get the dress I'm wearing for San Francisco Sexy oh, Liberal to show okay. you. Hang oh, on. yeah. Oh, right. I got some new dresses. By, right by the way, can I, can I remind everybody, yeah. if, if COVID-19, if the virus itself had worn a mask, <laughs> it would not have caught Stephanie Miller. That's right. And I want to see <laughs> Exactly. She really didn't leave, didn't she? She just walked out on she her own did, show. She did, but that's the dress. Oh, I know that dress. Wow, that's oh, fancy. That's bright. Look, I got it where Jody Hamilton shops for her dresses. Oh, look. Steffi. Look, look. That's bright. Wow. Look. <laughs> First off, let me just say how much I appreciate you showing off your apparel on the radio. That's good programming. <laughs> no, we're on Free Speech TV. We're on Free Speech All right, TV. Well, no, guys, if you can't see it, it's gorgeous. I wore almost the same exact dress to get out of the airport. Fantastic. <laughs> um, very exciting. We are kicking off 2024 next Saturday night at the Herpes Theater in uh, San Francisco. Uh, Glenn Kirshner is flying out to join us because he is a hero. We're working on some other surprises. And, uh, John, we're it's very, well, you know, I have COVID, so I'm going to need, I'll be, I'll be negative by that and have super immunity, but I will need the laying on of hands from my personal comedy, Jesus. Oh, Steffi, you've been negative since the day I met you. It's not a problem. <laughs> These are facts. <laughs> Love you, John saying. Uh, let me just announce, uh, I, I seem to have landed a book deal with Simon & Schuster's nice. Avid Reader Press. Oh, uh, congrats. Yes, so I can, I'm can. i finally day allowed to announce it on your show. Congratulations. The uh, book is coming, guys. The when will it coming. be out? Do we know? Uh, not in time for this election. Okay. But, uh, All right. 
That's okay. We'll be fighting about the same stuff yes, regardless will. of who wins in November. That's awesome. Yay! The first book on the, on the banned book list, probably. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. In our new autocracy, yeah. but we love I just you. Thought, how can I get how can I get more death threats from Christians? Thank you guys. <laughs> Thanks, John. Thanks, goodbye. What is it? The Twilight Zone? It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Goodness. Get it out. Oh Get it out. Hork it up. It's that really attractive end of the phlegm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can I just say John Fugel saying uh, remains a delight. He tweeted the Capitol rioters were just another bunch of contractors suckered into believing Donald Trump would compensate them for their work. Yeah. <laughs> Suckers. It's true. <laughs> uh, oh, Vicky. Can I just say Vicky? So cute. Uh, she wrote, uh, Steph, I'm a retired 84-year-old lady on day 13 of a horrible upper, upper respiratory infection. I saw Harry Dunn on your show this week. I so love that man. He's truly an embodiment of all that is good in our world. Uh, this morning, while cupping up half a lung, I rushed to my computer and made a $25 donation Aww. to his campaign. Aww. I live in Canyon County, country, California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I want him to be sitting in the house giving those morons an example of all that's good in America. Your faithful listener, Radio Podcast TV, for at least 10 years. Thank you, Vicky. Hey, Vicky. And Canyon Country is lovely. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I love it up there. Oh. Popping up along. Oh. Wow. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, uh, do you need some water? Yeah. Rick is a truck driver in Syracuse. Hi, Rick. Welcome. Hi. How you doing? Good. Can you um, blow your horn you for me? That... I might... I feel better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a question for you. You are misleading your um, followers and people that listen to you on your radio. Mm -hmm. You said that Donald Trump would get someone killed if he keeps talking his crap. Yeah, he already has. He already has. You're correct. I'm sorry. You know. So you need, we need to start putting, and we all talk about the Benghazi stuff, but mm-hmm. we don't talk about, you know, our capital that was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, brought in by all these, you know, nice people, because they were just being nice. Mm-hmm. You know, they just knock on the door, but just, you know, they're kind of strong. They knock the door down. Right. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> yep. you know, Absolutely. we need to talk about that. We, we need to enforce it. We need to keep saying, he brought this to Benghazi, to our country. Mm-hmm. He stole, not emails, papers. Yeah. Because he yeah, doesn't know absolutely. how to email. Rick, thank, thanks for your call. Sorry, my headphones are really cutting in and Uh-oh. out, so I don't want to be rude to anybody. Um, I, uh, we're st- I'm still doing the show from the COVID attic. Uh, thanks to uh, J- Chris and Jody and their heroic efforts. Um, some other great tweets. Um, Plague Poems tweets. I read a headline that starkly noted there's a huge COVID surge right now and nobody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. But it isn't true to say nobody's talking about it. It's just those of us who are talking about it are mocked or ignored or accused of living in fear. If I have one more person say, what are you afraid? <laughs> like, it's just, 
Uh, SARS-CoV uh, account tweets, as cases continue to rise and more variants arrive on the scene, infectious disease experts are warning that repeat infections could have cumulative lasting effects. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to lie to you that I worry, Jody, about having had this more than once. There are, as Dr. Redletter says, this is still a new virus and there's a lot we don't know. Mm -hmm. And it, this is serious and it is not good to get it more than once. And I know a lot of you have had it more than once. So please, please get your up-to-date vaccinations. Yep. Please mask uh, because we, we are really in the second biggest wave of this. Uh, Fridays with Frangela is the cure for everything. Yep. Next on the Stephanie Miller Show. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. In 82, the Supreme Court says the presidents have immunity for what they do when they take official acts as president. And so if the president's the chief executive officer, he has the sole authority to execute and enforce the law of the land, Donald Trump will just argue that I was uh, enforcing election fraud. I was pursuing allegations of election fraud. I was pursuing recounts. I was pursuing election challenges. I was pursuing alternative sl uh, slates of electors. Hmm. Why not just argue some of the uh, ballots fell in the ocean and I am Aquaman? And therefore, I have special powers. And but that was noted legal expert Jody uh, Jesse Waters. Yes, on, yes, yes. Uh, uh huh. Yes, he went on to say, if you say that any other president, once they leave office, the following president just can come in with lawyers and indict the former guy. That's crazy. That means Joe Biden can be indicted after he leaves in a year for child trafficking. That means you can indict Joe Biden for cocaine possession. That means you can indict Joe Biden for financial fraud. It's insane. Under this theory that the Democrats are pushing, you can charge Abe Lincoln with murder for prosecuting the Civil War. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. No one's going to buy it. I cannot wait till it gets to the high court. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know your face, Chris. Uh, I, <laughs> I think he also just used that as a way to throw out a bunch of unsubstantiated charges at Joe Biden, like child sex trafficking. Right. Something okay, like that, that's yeah. That's not important. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think Renato Mariotti agreed with us, right, that I don't think Supreme Court's going to take this no. ridiculous no. immunity case. They're going to let, so, let the lower court stand. Let it stand, yep. yeah. Um, well, you know what? There's yeah, there's only one force for good in the world that can explain it all to us. Yeah. Yeah.
can't what see them. Friends? Are they here? Hi, Frangela. Good morning. Good morning. Here you are. Mama has COVID, but I'm here. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm sending you, you hugs. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I, it's uh, uh, the COVIDiacy is really, I've, I kind of, I've personally had it up to here now. I don't know about y'all, but you know. Mm -hmm. No, it's ridiculous. Um, Everybody, it's, you know what, this is the thing about COVID. COVID don't quit. Okay. <laughs> we, we may quit, but COVID don't quit us. Mm -hmm. No, it don't. We know, we know the shingles don't care. And also don't COVID care. don't quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, this, this tweet, David tweets, if it is enduringly wild to me how thoroughly the right won the vibes war around COVID, such that there's something vaguely cringe now about even acknowledging that we're experiencing an enormous surge and people are dying. I mean, I, I, I guess that's the strategy. It's just la, 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 la. Well, you know what? This is the issue. When we allow people to control the narrative through their magical thinking, we get sick too. Mm -hmm. There's a consequence for everybody. Mm -hmm. Whichever way this, this strand pulls, you know, mm -hmm. we pay for it. Even if they are har mostly harming themselves, we... Stephanie, you're at home sick and can't yeah. be down in your office to work with people because people won't mask, because people won't follow up and get their vaccinations. People don't stay home when they're mm -hmm. sick. You know, when I was a child, let me let me get on this soapbox. Okay, okay. let me <laughs> here we go. For you. Oh, no. This is going to be something that involves tragic parenting. Go ahead. No, I got to put on my choir roll. Francis, okay, go, go ahead. ahead. Preach. Go, go preach. Get on this soapbox. Choose a new phrase. Um, 
This one, Japan-led research team warns this new JN1 coronavirus strain is better at evading the immune system. No kidding. The new variant's immune escapability is uh, three and a half to four and a half times that of the Parola strain uh, for antibodies created in the body following vaccination. I mean, this is what Dr. Redletter said. This is still novel, but it started in 29. We're going into year five of this <laughs> because of this endless COVIDiacy, right? Yep. We won't starve it out. We keep feeding it and it keeps growing and mutating. And so if we want to play with it, it wants to be played with. Yeah. It's one of my favorite I mean, I, Neil deGrasse Tyson quotes. It's the good thing about science is it doesn't need you to believe in it to be true. Right. It does. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. it, that's how and it I works. Feel like, I feel like you can't win. Some idiot on Twitter said to me, well, I guess you should practice what you preach and don't do any unnecessary travel. <laughs> now, and if I had not, someone would have gone, oh, what are you afraid to live? You're afraid to live your life? You're I mean, it's just, it's this endless win. cycle. <laughs> Look, yeah. you know what? What I, this is something that, that if anything, if we've learned anything from all of that, it's you got to do what's right. If you think you're doing what's, what you're doing is going to elicit any kind of particular or specific response from anyone, that's a mistake. Because you can, you can put truth in somebody's face. They don't have to see it. You can like, so all you can do is do you. And when yeah. you, and there are people who are actually receptive out there to information, try to help them facilitate them getting it. But the, the reality is you cannot care. When those people talk, you know what I hear? It's like the Charlie Brown adult voice. When mm -hmm. those people start talking, once you say certain phrases to me, I'm, my brain stops picking up you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and by the way, this all comes back to Trump. You know, as Bob Seska tweeted last night at a town hall on Fox News, Trump said he did a great job on COVID. 400,000 Americans suffocated to death in 2020 alone because he refused to act in the first three months, then fumbled the response and insisted people ignore safety protocols. The economy collapsed. 22 million jobs were lost. We couldn't buy toilet paper. Bodies were stacked up in trunks. Trump himself nearly died. He calls this a great job. Please right. tell me, please tell you, tell me our memories are not this short. Yeah, they are. Well, they are. Because you know what we were talking about on the final word yesterday is how we're all up in Secretary Austin's medical mm -hmm. issues. Meanwhile, we had a president of the United States that was rushed to the hospital. <coughs> they were talking about amputating his leg. But you still don't know what happened. You don't know. Let me tell you something. How much does he weigh? <laughs> Until I get something that sounds even remotely plausible okay i can't i the, the way that this has worked and, and it's not that our memories are bad it's that they willfully have decided on a different reality they yeah. know that isn't true they know that but they do not want it to be that way so these maga people they just say it and it doesn't matter they don't care if it doesn't jibe with anything they don't care if it's a hip hypocrisy they don't care they, yeah. learn to, they learn to lie from daddy, Donald Trump. They call that's it strategy. That, that's yeah. right. What he decides, what he came into, when, we, when he showed up in 2015, he decided that, the, 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 that what he said was the framework. And now what his followers have learned and, and gotten from that is what we say is the framework 
the election was stolen. Yeah. Um, we don't, you know, we don't need science. Yeah. Um, we don't need to read a book. You know, these I mean, books are not here to hurt me. And I, I think, you know, in this trial yesterday, I got to get your reaction on all of that. It just, it seems to me that that's the whole argument is just, yes, I am above the law. I play yeah. by a different set of rules. You, you retweeted a Sarah Reese Jones said, Trump admits he took money from foreign governments while he was president. I have great stuff. They stayed there and they pay. I, I don't get $8 million for doing nothing like Hunter. Trump also said he would not divest his businesses if he returned to the White House. I mean, he, in none of these things does he say I'm innocent. He's just like, yep, I did that. I took $8 yeah, million. Yeah, I'm do it again. Because yeah. what he's done is he said, I remember I was blown away by the fact, you know, remember when we had the whole governor recall situation and vote here and what yeah. took um, uh, Ariana Huffington out of the race was when it, they released that she'd never paid or hadn't been paying personal income tax, like she owed zero, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like the way that her tax structure was set up and it disgusted people. Donald Trump has gone, literally said, uh, anybody who basically who pays taxes, who fights in the army, who does any of the things that we used to call you part of your duty, right? As a, as a citizen of this country, you're a yeah. sucker. So he has taken lying and cheating and made it, transformed it into strategy. And if you're not figuring out yeah. how to get money from a foreign government when you're a president, you're just a sucker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's mean, what he's, he's made it laudable. And he's like, these other presidents don't know what they're doing. I don't even think that he cares about being you know, some sort of omnipotent ruler. What he, yeah. th he's just decided that it doesn't matter if they're laws, you're supposed to go around them anyway. Well, yeah. and, and, I, Angela, uh, no, Angela, I was just gonna say real quick, I was telling the story. It makes me so furious. I just paid my taxes. I was just talking in particular about a trip. So my girlfriend said, oh my God, you totally could have written that off. And I was just telling her, I told the accountant, oh, you probably should just say it's personal. And I thought most of us try to play by the rules. Are there not enough of us that are going to be pissed off that people just don't think any rules apply to them at all? Yeah. Well, we have yeah. to hold them accountable and show them that they do. Yeah. And that sometimes is uncomfortable. And I understand that we don't like making people uncomfortable. And the idea that there may be, in fact, thousands, tens of thousands, maybe even millions of people who do not like things that are happening to them or to their so-called leader, we're going to have to be okay with their discomfort because it's yeah. for everybody's betterment. Yeah, like I was glad Renato Mariotti, Francis agreed with me, that judge should have told Donald Trump to shut the F up the second he started talking yeah. yesterday. Yeah. You know, like I, I, he doesn't, he makes up his own rules because we keep letting him. That's and, right, that's know. right. He sets the narrative and because he gets, he's gotten away with it so long, now we have other people establishing and following along in that that yeah. trench that he dug this is our problem we thought and angela has been saying this i'm not kidding for the last several months we all thought that when we got biden in mm -hmm. this would be done yeah. we would be done that we wouldn't have to deal with Marjorie Taylor Greene and Sonic and 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 oh, this one and that one. It's yeah. just, he just he opened up the trench. I thought we were going to be free. We were going to have weekends again, and we were going to have to protest. Oh, 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 I really no, no, oh, no, no. I oh no, oh no, we're going to we're going to. Is that the 
be over, is it? It's never, it's never gonna be over. It's never gonna be over. It's never gonna be over. I'm just gonna be screaming that naked down the street. Screaming. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. It's gonna be over. I'm slave tired. I am slave tired. I can't. I can't tote this barge and lift this bale. I can't do it. It's 2024. Important security message. Has already started ugly crying. Okay. Everybody got to vote. Everybody got to vote. I swear to you. A beautifully wrapped, glossy, sweet smelling show. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Go to the show. It's next Saturday in San Francisco, bitches. Sexyliberal.com, Fran Hall, John Fugelsang, Hal Sparks, me, Glenn Kirshner. Who knows what else is going to happen in San Fran? Uh, sexyliberal.com. Go now. Um, oh, here's a surprising headline. Oh, North Carolina evangelical youth pastor and Christian charter school kindergarten teacher has been indicted by a grand jury again for the rape of a fourth child between mm-hmm. the ages of eight and nine. And okay. not a drag queen in sight. I was going to get to that line for you, Chris. But okay. yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. I mean, and Frangela, the other case I, 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 the, that we even have to say this poor woman in Ohio, the grand jury has decided not to indict her for having a miscarriage and and getting health care. This yeah. is where we yeah. are. Yeah, for being yeah. A, a black woman who had a miscarriage. Right. Yeah. See, when, when black women, when, you know, that's my thing that I just really can't believe when I listen to the fact that Republican women, a woman, any woman, wants to sit here and prosecute another woman for what is happening in her uterus that she has no control over. Right. And that's nobody's business. Can we talk about the hospital calling the police department? I agree. Yep. Thank you. I mean- heartbreak, heartbreak, heartbreak. More on this when we come back 29 minutes after the hour, Fridays with Francois. very levels at this like nobody no administration has accomplished what the biden harris administration has accomplished for the african-american community uh we're talking about black wealth being up six percent uh we're talking about the racial wealth gap being the lowest that it's ever been in recorded history uh you know uh record uh low unemployment for black americans uh our campaign has to continue to communicate with these voters we're not taking any of them for granted Oh, that was a uh, Quentin Fuchs, uh, folks. Am I saying Fox, that right? I believe uh, Joey, it's Fuchs. Yeah. Uh, you know, frankly, here's the thing: I, we're going to have to like brace ourselves for all of these. Oh my God, black people aren't going to vote for Biden. Oh my God, young people aren't going to vote for Biden. Oh my God, women aren't going to turn out. I mean, it, we're going to get all of these, uh, you know, clickbait Dems and disarray stories, aren't we? 
Yes. False flags, right? Mm -hmm. False flags get you scared. False flags put you in your fear. Uh, you know, that that is, we are the quake in the boots party. Yeah, the midwinters. We, we want to sit there and talk about people who sit there and are creating real, whole realities out of nothingness. And we have all the power and the strength and the truth on our sides in this, this party. This was a whole campaign that was egged on by Russia last time. Black exit. Blacks exiting the Democratic mm -hmm. Party. But what you know, happened? Trying to trick them into, you know, texting their vote for mm -hmm. Hillary or whatever. It's just, this is the this despicable thing they try to do every time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let me tell you something. Every Black person I've ever known is really suspicious of anything involving the government or anything when it's put to you like it's going to be easy. Mm -hmm. So when you say to me, oh, you can vote from texting, I go, mm, no, that don't yeah. sound right. That don't sound yeah. right. That, that, yeah. That's too easy. That don't sound right. No, they wouldn't let black people vote that easy. No. Here is, here is one more with uh, Quentin Folks and Sam Stein. Why do you think, why do you think they have not, at least uh, according to James Cotton, why do you think they have not registered the accomplishments that you laid out? Why do you think they are not with you right now? Well, look, I, I think that I don't necessarily buy into that. I think that, you know, I'm not willing to accept the premise of that question. I don't think that African-American voters aren't with us. I think African-American voters uh, are concerned about their, you know, daily lives. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad someone said I disagree with the premise of your question. Stop, yes. like, falling for, so black people, you know, because maybe the black, black vote's down a few points. Oh, black people aren't going to vote for Donald. Why do you think that is? You know, start with, you know, the premise of the question. And look, I think we all can understand Barack Obama was a once-in-a-forever candidate. He was young. He was black. He was exciting. He was the best orator we've seen probably in our lifetime. You know, so they have to stop. Can I just say yeah. this? I just want to say this. There's a thousand Obamas out there. Yeah. There's a thousand Ob black Obamas out there. There's a thousand Latino Obamas out there. There are a thousand Asian. There are a thousand Jewish. Okay. Yeah. Whatever color, uh, gay, lesbian, trans, those people are out there. We don't let them come up. They don't know they can't I, I hear what you're saying. I think I think what I'm saying is the barometer. It's like unless the black vote right now is at the Barack Obama 2008 level, they go, oh, you know, yeah. black voters. Every piece of evidence we have is that black people vote for Joe Biden. And I'm not talking about polls because if polls meant anything, our president Hillary mm -hmm. would still be here. So. This is not why the, what the big mystery to me is why we keep allowing anybody to talk about polls like they matter, like they tell us anything, like they're a true indication of anything. What I can tell you is that when when the voting, what happened? Everybody was thinking Bernie might actually get the nomination. But what happened? Mm -hmm. Black people said, no, it's going to be Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happened. And I and I really, you know, more people voted than ever before, more black people, men and women voted than ever before. Like, there's just no reason to believe that suddenly we don't care or yeah. suddenly we think Donald Trump is a better option. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, this is the thing like, oh, young people because of Gaza. It's like, no, so they're going to vote for the for the uh, really for, for the, the Muslim ban guy, Muslim ban guy. That's that has the Congress saying we're going to expel every Palestinian that's now in America. That you're going to vote for that party and that guy. No. 
No, if anything, that that if that feeling is at all real, and I really don't know that it is in at that level, but if it is, what those people will probably do is what they usually do, the young vote, is not vote. And that's sad enough. We need yeah. them to vote. They're not going to vote. This, these, this isn't a either or, right? This isn't a, well, he's not this. But it, no, there is a fascist, racist, ethnostate dictator and, a democ- and somebody who wants a democracy. Those are not, the, it's not about policy. Yeah. Well, you know, Victor Xi, our little stem cell, I, wrote a piece called Ignore the Polling Panic, Why I'm Confident Gen Z Will Elect Joe Biden Again. Uh, you can't tell me women are going to forget about Roe, uh, you know, that black people are going to forget he's the biggest racist. I was saying this week, friends, I don't think you heard me talking about, I know he says so many crazy fill in the blank racist, this, that things that it's hard to keep track, but him talking about how Lincoln should have compromised on slavery <laughs> to end the civil war. I'm like, what, what did that mean? Like, hey, listen, uh, you're three fifths. Now you can be four fifths of a human being compromise. Thank you. You're welcome. Art of the deal. I mean, yeah. what does that mean, compromise? <laughs> Living in Lincoln's compromise right now. If you look at the states that won't allow women to make a decision about their bodies, yeah, it's slave states. It's states who believe that they own people mm-hmm. and they ain't never been told, really? otherwise they've just found other ways to own you yeah the lie that like without the reality here is that the civil war was started by the south they seceded and they fired first And that yeah. that the reality is that that was a much broader, much better plan and better funded January 6th. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we we allowed they allowed them at that time to get away with treachery, treason and trying to dissolve this country. They got away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, don't you love that Nikki Haley not only uh, confused about what the Civil War was about, but uh, did you get a, uh, you know, the movie Get Out? Did you get a Get Out vibe from Nikki Haley when she said uh uh, I, she literally said, the, I'm not racist. I had black friends. <laughs> but I'm like, what happened to them? What, what do you mean? Let what me tell you to some. You, you had some black friends growing up? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Or, or let me ask you, did they know they were your black friends? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Were they in a relationship with you? Because <laughs> I, I get that you called them your black friends when called upon, as all white people are at some point during your day, and asked how many black friends. You, that happens every day, right? Somebody's like, do you have any black friends? And you're like, yeah. You know, like I got, that's the, it, it's absolutely, let me tell you about Nikki Haley. Again, I need people to understand biscuit makers come in many shapes and <laughs> many shapes. <laughs> Just cause her I, biscuit has more of a, a pan Asian or more of an Indian tape flavor to it. Don't mean not biscuit. As, you know, we're, as some of us are held to a different standard as you know. I. I was mentioning earlier in the week, I posted a vacation picture from Costa Rica and I got the person that always says, oh, where's the, where are the black people? So if, which is kind of funny, because as you know, I ride with an African-American cycling club. Yes. So literally every week I, I post I'm torn on this critique because I feel that if I go with this person, you might be forced to take us on your vacation. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are going to San Francisco next weekend. Yeah. That's true. Yes. Well, no, is the thing, see, but I also don't yes. want to bike in the jungle. That's craziness. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I mean? I don't know what to do. 
Apparently, I must have a black in every picture, or I'm a racist. Yeah, let's say if you go to any place in Western Europe, <laughs> particularly Paris. Okay, got it. If you don't um, bring black way, people, you're racist. By the way, I, I think we know how powerful black ladies are uh, because apparently uh, Letitia James caused uh, ExxonMobil to move out of New York in 1989, according mm-hmm. to Donald Trump yesterday. <laughs> she had to be what, barely out of law school? Yeah, how was she in 89? Oh, like, can I say we, that black that black don't crack thing is right? She's sixty five. Yeah, you know she that? is. Yeah, really? Yeah, I she is. Twenty five. Yeah, I thought she was younger than me. Same here. I thought so yeah, too. Me too. I know, but I love the uh, after he left in his stompy fit of rage yesterday. Uh, he said Letitia James should pay him uh, mm-hmm. for the havoc she's reached on wreaked on his company. I'm sure she's going to get right on that, don't you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know what. We, I, if we could pay him to go away, we we'd absolutely would. We'd absolutely would. We would. I mean, I it's there's just dollars. no money worth this this disgusting display. I I'm so ashamed. Yeah, <laughs> I love. Oh, the one thing they were saying about the uh, when uh, Judge and Warren cut off his lawyer uh, because he referred to Trump as an industry expert. The judge stopped him and said, Trump is not when qualified as an expert. When you bring in an expert, they have to be qualified. Um, and all the uh, court watchers were saying that's not under Trump's skin. Anything that makes him unhappy just makes me, did you see the pictures of him? Oh my God, he does not look good. And no. he looked, that's good. I love Glenn Kirshner tweeted this picture of the be- what he's called the back of Donald Trump's head that was hilarious. <laughs> What did it, it look like? What was it happening with like, that? It looked like Moses was parting an orange sea. It was like, it was so, it was unclear to you. Like, I thought it was an aerial shot of the Sahara or something that like, some, <laughs> like you could not really tell what was going on, but it well, didn't look like hot. a baby duck's ass. <laughs> yeah, but not full. A mangy baby, like a baby duck with like scurvy. Right. <laughs> a scurvified baby duck's butt. <laughs> That's Are there orange ducks? I don't, maybe one that you died for the holidays. <laughs> it looks like one of Joyce Vance's silky chickens, Jody, doesn't it? It does. A little bit. But a sickly one, which Joyce would never have. No, she, she would never she have. She would never have that, no. By the way, I got to listen to Sisters-in-Law over the holiday. I had a little more time for Angela, and uh, I never thought I, I heard her say, uh, this is why my girls are such good layers. And I, I thought she was like calling her daughters whores, and I was like, "Oh, she's talking about her chickens." Yeah. Okay. That's a lovely, never... sex-positive compliment. It though. is sex-positive. I mean, yeah. It is. Very, her, very. Her girls are her girls are good layers, and I think that's important. Okay. We gotta take pride where we find it. You know. I love it. It's a fabulous program. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. with Frangela, sexyliberal.com for tickets to see the first show of 2024. Uh, we are so excited to go back to the Herbst Theater mm-hmm. in uh, San Francisco with Glenn Kirshner and who knows what other surprises. Um, 
we were laughing that uh, who is the crazy Laura Loomer, the right wing mm-hmm. Trump crazy, uh-huh. says that uh, Nikki Haley is is using weather the weather is using weather control to steal the Iowa caucuses. Yes. Oh, okay. It could be that God has had enough of Republicans in general and has created a polar vortex. What do you think, Frangela? <laughs> I just love it. I when these people start looking for explanations, it is delightful, isn't it? You like I don't know where they're gonna go. I don't know where they're gonna land. I know it's gonna be crazy though. Are you right? It's just exciting. I'm like, oh, Nikki controls the weather, and it's confusing because I thought Alex Jones said Obama was the one with the weather machine, right? right? That he said there is pushing the airplanes, tiny airplanes pushing the weather around. Don't <laughs> lizard people. Trump was on Fox saying, oh, the weather doesn't matter. You know, my people will walk through glass for me. That That's what he put out there. Yeah. Yeah. I Can I just say, this is another exhibit to 6,543 that this party has just lost its way. Chris Sununu, who's the governor of New Hampshire, is supposed to be this moderate, sane Republican. They're all still going to vote for Trump. Here he is. Uh, right now, Governor's- most of America it looks like they would they would vote for him because he's winning. He's busy. Biden is so bad that Trump is actually beating <laughs> Biden in most polls. So what about okay, you, so Governor? most of America is right there. Yeah, oh, I'm going to support the Republican nominee. Absolutely. Yeah, like that shouldn't shock anybody. That shouldn't be surprised to anybody that the Republican governor and most of, actually of America is going to end up going against Biden because they need to see a change in this country. Okay. He's supporting Nikki Haley, though, just so everybody knows he's endorsed Nikki Haley. Oh, no, I know. I know. But this is the this is the operative thing, even if he's a convicted felon. Here we go. You're saying he's that bad of a president that even Trump would win, even if Trump is a convicted felon. Yes, the polls say yes. People know that, guys. Oh, I, I say the, polls the, say four, the four court cases that are out there. We'll see kind of where they are, but right now they're not playing into whether folks would vote for 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 Trump or not. My God, polls are also showing people will not much lower percentages. Frangel will vote for him if he is convicted. Right. So it's this is just. Well, when your insanity. leadership says it doesn't matter who the person is or what they do, if they get the convention votes, then I'm going when when your leadership has zero ethics. Yeah. 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 How can you expect the followers to? Like that they're supposed to be the leaders. They're supposed to set the standard and we've allowed Donald Trump to be the standard and he is the the most absolutely without values ethics principles person i have ever seen in public life yeah um i just feel relieved that we got rid of that black lady harvard president i think that was the biggest threat (laughs) to uh, wow yeah (laughs) i heard you guys talking about this on final word but i love that this billionaire the white billionaire what bill ackerman is completely losing it Mm-hmm. Uh, Business Insider's parent company reacts to billionaires' retaliation after the site revealed his own wife's plagiarism. They do not like being called out on their hypocrisy. And yet no. they do it every day. This is the thing. You know that you cheat. Why are you going to call anybody else a cheater? Like, that's yeah. the I can't get out of my mind. It's, like, it's not like you don't know this. Yeah. And she plagiarized Wikipedia. Like even like a grade school kid, no, they can't use yeah, Wikipedia. Yeah, you Wikipedia can't. Is wrong. Yeah, yeah, you can't but use Wikipedia as a source. Yeah. Even 
No. With Miss Gay at Harvard, with uh, Secretary Austin, the message is very clear. That's we do right. not like black people in power. If mm -hmm. you go and do something with your body, you are still our boy. You are supposed to tell us, I need to know what's happening inside of your pants, okay? Right. All right? And with that woman, we, you know, how dare you run Harvard? Who, who are you? We're going to go through every word you ever wrote. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and yeah. figure out something, a case against you, because you don't get to do this. You know, we have to start being willing to be as critical of our of the people we respect and follow as we are of those we don't, and also how to support people from attacks that are crap, that are not even viable. Yeah. Yep. We were out of time. How you support this fabulous black owned business is you get the final word you get idiot of the week you get a cameo uh you follow them on social media and you go to sexyliberal.com and you get a ticket for next saturday uh and we will see you at sexy liberal we love you friends we love you we love you